1: This dude electrocuted one of his friends without him knowing, sending him to the hospital for four days. However, he blamed it on another kid, forcing him to deal with all the repercussions. This is our slash confession. I electrocuted a dude and blamed it on someone else. This happened when I was at camp a couple of years back. Basically me and my mates were doing stupid stuff in our cabin and we somehow managed to break the only light light bulb inside The oldest guy then told us that we needed to keep the light switch down because it was dangerous to leave on when the light was broken One kid in the cabin proceeded to play with the light switch when the oldest kid left He made sure to keep it down though when he stopped A couple of hours later, I find myself alone in my cabin. And of course, I find myself playing with the light switch to see if the light could turn on whilst broken. The oldest kid bought a new bulb. And before he attached it, he asked if we messed with the light switch. We said no. He then forgot to check the switch and went to replace the bulb. Somehow this dude gets severely electrocuted and then spends four days in the hospital. All the kids, including me, were pretty much interrogated. In the end, we all blame the kid who messed with it when the oldest kid left. Even me. The sad part is that the entire time, the falsely accused kid kept saying that it wasn't him and that it was someone else. No one believed him except for me. Oh my God, dude. Electrocuting someone to the extent they have to go to hospital for four days and you blame it on somebody else. Oh no. You're gonna feel guilty about that for a long, long time. I just hope he was okay. Like, I'm sorry, but Four days? Imagine if he freaking died. What would you do then? Genuinely, this guy, the guy that you're blaming it on, would probably go down for manslaughter or something. I don't know, it'd be insane. And you'd just be sitting there knowing that you did it. He'd know that he didn't do it. Oh, that'd be terrible. You're lucky that hopefully he was okay. I pulled a fire alarm at a random high school to get out of having to rap about being a leader. When I was in the eighth grade, me and another classmate of mine were picked to go on a leadership trip. Two kids from each 8th grade class were picked. Other middle schools were included in this as well. A lot I think. There were a lot of 8th graders anyway. The trip ended up being at a high school that was like 40 minutes away. When we got there, there was 12th graders who greeted us. Each 12th grader had a list of five or six students that would be in their group. Once we were all separated and brought to empty classrooms, we were told that we had to come up with a two-minute song about being a leader and how to inspire our fellow youths. The 12th grader in charge of our group decided that we were going to rap and be the best of all the performing groups. We came up with lyrics and rhymes and i was mortified during this entire thing every time someone came up with some lame rhyme i was so anxious and terrified that i had to be a part of this group to perform this to the entire 12th grade we finished and each of us got our three or four lines Our rap was going to start with us putting all our hands in a circle and screaming go 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 Then we were to spin around to face all the seniors and dance and jump around with microphones Rapping about studying and being inspirational and stuff after we finished writing this rap We were all called down to the gym our leader got our sticker and we were the 10th of 12 to perform Each group went and I was clutching myself and humming to myself as the second-hand embarrassment washed over me as every group got up And I had to watch 50 other middle schoolers horribly sing songs while all the seniors laughed and recorded us Our group was near the rear entrance of the gym and there was a fire alarm maybe five feet outside the doors I looked at it when we first walked down the hallway to the gym and thought for a second about how i wanted to pull this thing to get the f out of there i was thinking about how i just wanted to die and how stupid and embarrassing this whole thing would be i had no business even being picked to go on this thing i was like a c d level student who failed about 70 percent of the tests i took that year the ones i did pass i barely did b's were scarce and a's were once in a blue moon And a total shock when they happened I was this loner kid who was bullied a lot and always at the office And I absolutely 100% believe I was picked to go on this trip out of pity by my core teacher I was so confused when I was picked to go on this trip And so was a kid in my class who screamed at my teacher about how I didn't deserve to go on this trip And that his name is always written on the board because he fails tests so often I was standing at the back of my group while the ninth group performed I slowly walked backwards put my hand on the alarm closed my eyes and pulled it Immediately jumping forward pretending to be as shocked as everyone else We then had to exit out of the gym through the main doors By the time everything was cleared our trip was over and we had to leave My grade 12 group leaders were fuming and so was everyone else in my group I was never asked if I pulled it or accused I was just so happy to get the frick out of there This was back in 2010-2011. Wow, now that is a truly unbelievable confession. I've got to say, first of all, whose idea was this in the first place? Was it the principal's? Because you know what you're doing in that situation. You are going to make a mockery of all these kids. Nobody in their right minds wants to go on stage and rap about being inspirational. Do they? I mean, look at Martin Luther King. Did he ever rap? No there's your evidence to be honest i think it's just a wonderful play from op clearly didn't want to be there riddled with anxiety knowing that they're probably going to be memed for the rest of their school days yeah any excuse to get out of there i love it i probably would have done the same good stuff i stole 35 dollars worth of groceries from walmart today so i wouldn't go hungry my life has been in a downward spiral since my wife and i became separated over a year ago my sweet dog and two cats are the only things keeping me alive as i scrape by I resigned from my good paying government job and lived off my savings for several months, but they're gone now I have zero motivation to do anything. I don't care about life anymore The screwed up thing is that my wife emotionally and physically abused me But I stayed for seven years because even though she was cruel to me She was still my reason to keep going and moving forwards She gave meaning to my life and I actually became a better person while we were together I wanted to leave many times, but I didn't because I knew my own self-destructive tendencies would take over again and I'd be back where I was before we married broke and aimless. The last couple months have been particularly bad for me depression wise. I've been doing Uber Eats deliveries so I had money for food and gas but meanwhile all my bills piled up. Today I went into Walmart thinking I had $35 for groceries. I walked around picking out stuff for my lunches and dinners only eating twice a day to not spend money. I brought my stuff up to the self-checkouts and started ringing it up. I removed a couple of things I didn't really need to get it right to what I thought I had I put my debit card in the terminal and entered my pin declined tried it again declined I panicked I left my phone at home and I couldn't check my balance I looked around the lady watching over the self-checkout section was playing on her phone I thought for a second that I should just put everything back do the right thing Then I thought about not having food for dinner I looked towards the door and there was no one there checking receipts like usual at this location I quickly packed my big reusable with all the stuff I had and bolted towards the door I had an adrenaline rush and I was just waiting for the hey as I got to the parking lot I was almost running at this point I tried to kind of hide myself hunching over as I made it to my car I threw the groceries in my trunk and exited the parking lot on the opposite side of the store entrance So nobody would see me I've felt like a pos but then i'm telling myself it's a victimless crime and screw walmart I actually feel a bit of relief now knowing I have food for the next two days to avoid this happening again I've made a plan for tomorrow to do a full 12 hour shift doing uber x and not just eats so I can make more hope I can stick with it Wow, this is actually such a sad story, really. But first of all, before I even go into it, guys, comment down below. Do you think what OP did was right or wrong? Given the circumstances, given he wouldn't have been able to eat any food, was stealing the right thing to do? I want to hear your thoughts. Now, listen, on paper, obviously, you cannot ever justify stealing. But in this situation, this dude is going to go hungry if he doesn't eat. He's stealing not from a person, but from a multi-billion dollar company, which I assume Walmart is. And no one's really being affected by $35. It's tough to say. Is the benefit of him getting the food greater than the negative of obviously stealing in general, committing a crime, and stealing from a company? I don't know. Honestly, I would say yes. Listen, guys, he's clearly in a horrible situation in his life right now. He's not just going to steal forever. He's got a plan in place to improve his life, earn more money, and not have to do this again. In my opinion, it was probably just about justified, even though you can never really justify stealing. Look, let me know your thoughts. A very controversial one. Interested to know what you think I took drugs with my friend the night she overdosed before I start. I just want to clarify I love this person very much and i'm going to change her name for this My friend sally and I were hanging out at my boyfriend's house She was due to go to rehab the next day She had a fight with her parents and I told her she could cool off and hang with me When she got to my boyfriend's sally called her boyfriend. Let's call him john john brought like three bongs and a big box filled with an assortment of drugs acid perks coke zans etc now all i do is smoke weed over the course of the night though i did coke with them i'm not sure why i did that sally and john got into a big fight and i witnessed everything during the night sally confessed to me that she had feelings for me and so did john i was very surprised and taken aback At one point john gave me and sally a perk and we both snorted it i still have so much regret from this after taking it john confessed to me that it was fentanyl and i got really scared and really high then they asked me personal questions about my sex life at the end of the night sally and john got into another fight and sally left i wasn't in my right mind and i couldn't take care of her i facetimed sally to see if she was all right and she was I saw her crushing something up, but I didn't think much of it because she was an addict I hung up the phone and sally was dead in the morning and the cops were at my boyfriends to talk to us It was extremely traumatic and i've got so much guilt about doing drugs with them. I feel like a terrible person I really did love sally so much. I'm much younger than them and I haven't touched anything since I needed to get this off my chest I'm, sorry sally Oh my God! What a sad confession. You can tell that this has been on this person's mind for so long. Look, the morals of this story are very, very simple. You don't need me to go over them, really. Look, don't do drugs is the obvious one. I think something that people don't say enough is that people are always going to do drugs. That's going to happen, right? It's just an inevitability of life. The thing to do is, if you're going to do them, just be really safe. That'd be my advice. Don't get them from some random bloke like John who is lying about what he's giving to you. You snort it and then it's fentanyl. I mean, like, what? The f- that is ridiculous. The message Messages, if you're going to do them, which I know people are, that's absolutely fine. It's a shame, but it's true. Do them safely with people that you trust. That is nuts. And it leads to situations like this. My word. Can I just say, guys, I'm not obviously advocating taking drugs. It's just an inevitability that people are going to do them. So if you're going to do them, be safe. That's my advice. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of R Slash Confession. I really enjoyed these four posts and I hope you guys did too. The beauty of this subreddit is that people can just post the craziest stuff and no one's ever going to know it's them because they use throwaway accounts. So you do get some top level stories like the ones in this episode. If you do want more, first of all, drop a like on this video. Let's get to a thousand likes and I'll bring this series back. I've also got another video up here from our slash confession click it and you're gonna love it see you tomorrow with a brand new one
0: hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello